0: This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. Hello, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Man in a Room. How's it going? No washing up today, back in the studio because, well, it makes sense to be in the studio, doesn't it really? I didn't make this for no reason. You know, I didn't staple on these things on the walls and get a microphone and all that kind of stuff for no reason, did I? Anyway, um, do you know, I've, I've, I've had a weird couple of days really, I'm not going to lie. Um, so basically, what happened was I ended up getting this weird headache. Now, I don't get headaches a lot, but every time I do get a headache, I always try and go through all the different possibilities as to why I've got a headache to try and get rid of it, because so I'm not a big fan of taking painkillers. Like I, There's no real reason for it. I just would rather not, um, because, well, you know, I just don't see the point. There's there's ways to get rid of it without taking some paracetamol or some ibuprofen or stuff like that. I didn't know for years that ibuprofen didn't work for par- like, like paracetamol, I didn't know that, but anyway, let's not go into that. So, started off thinking, well, I couldn't sleep last night, so maybe I'm just very, very tired. So I thought, what I'll do, I'll uh, pop some paracetamol, have a nap. Hopefully, that'll work. You know, so you know, it was it was it was, it was getting migrainey. You know, migraine. I, I don't know, I don't have migraine, so I went to sleep. I thought, all right, I woke up uh, like an hour later. Felt a little bit better. Oh good, fine, it's done, no problem. And then it came back for, oh good. So it's back again. So uh next on the list. Have a cup of tea. Maybe you've got caffeine withdrawal. When was the last time I had a cup of tea? I don't know. Had a cup of tea. Subsided for a little bit. Came back again. Really? Really? Really headache. I ain't got time for this today. Okay, so right, okay, so next on the list. Am I dehydrated? So I would loads of water, felt a little bit better for a little bit, and it came back again. I was like, oh, okay, this isn't really going well. So there's something going on here. There's something in all these things is knocking it out for a little bit, but what is it? I don't know. So I had some food, and uh, because I had a headache, I really could not be bothered to cook. So I I literally just shoved the pizza in the oven, you know. And I've got more into uh, frozen pizzas recently. I quite like a frozen pizza. Um, because the way I look at it is that, you, you know, you use it as a base and you add other bits and pieces. Usually you have to add extra cheese if you've got them, peppers, mushrooms. And I've recently found there's there's actually a vegetarian pepperoni, which is actually pretty good. And I actually really like that. Um, but the thing is with it is, like, you have to eat it within a certain amount of days and you can't freeze it. So it's like, okay, so I've got it on the pizza. Now what? So I start putting it in sandwiches. And I'm really quite quite fond of pepperoni, cheese, tomato and mayonnaise and lettuce in a sandwich. Oh my goodness, that is just like sublime. In fact, there's a new type of mayonnaise that I'm absolutely obsessed with. It's called French mayonnaise or sorry, French style mayonnaise. Basically, it's just mayonnaise with a little bit of mustard in it and it's actually really good. Um so I didn't do all that stuff with this frozen pizza because I had a headache, so I just literally just grated a little bit of extra cheese on it. thought, right there we go. Whacked it in the oven, sat down, feeling a bit like really groggy and all that kind of stuff. Oh, this is rubbish. And then uh, ate the food, felt a bit better, excellent. Guess what? It came back again. I was like, what is going on? So I'm not hungry, I'm not thirsty, I'm not tired. What is it? What is the issue here? What is it? I thought, okay, I've had nothing sweet all day. Maybe I've got sugar withdrawal. Maybe that's it because there's sugar in the tea. Well, it's not sugar in the water, but there was sugar in the food or certain amounts of like trace sugars. So basically, I ate loads of chocolate digestives. I say loads. I had six. I know, madness. Six chocolate digestives on the bounce. So I had six chocolate digestives. I ate them. Still felt sort of crappy, and the headache went as it has done previously, and it didn't come back. I thought, yay. I've worked it out. Chocolate digestives helped me out from, you know, a headache, which is something which is a bit crazy when you think about it. But it is what it is, and it helped. So it was done for great, fantastic. And then the next day, woke up. Guess what? Guess what? Headache was back. For oh, for God's sake, really? This is this is rubbish. Because uh, the thing was, so what happened, uh, having napped during the day. And all that kind of stuff. And I actually fell asleep on the sofa as well after eating the chocolate digestives. Not straight away. I didn't like literally crumbs in my beard and all that kind of stuff. I literally was watching TV and I just fell asleep. I couldn't get to sleep until 3am. So I thought, oh great, back to square one. Back to being tired. And uh, yeah. and uh, So I basically did all the stuff I did the day before. Still feel a bit crappy. And then I had work. Went to work. I was like, oh, great, this is good. i got work and a headache. And it actually, luckily, because um, there's a weird thing with, uh, with the human body. Well, they say I, I believe so anyway. If you if you have work and your body goes like, right, well, you have to survive this. Survival mode. So, yeah, I had a headache for a couple of days, which was not fun. I mean, I, I, headaches are never, ever, ever fun. Um, because I'm someone who has migraines, and they are just awful things and just like I don't really like headaches and migraines because uh during uh 2020 I had a quite a lot of migraines I think my migraines are mainly caused by stress and other bits and pieces like that and I remember having the worst migraine I've ever had in my entire life and I literally slept for 13 hours straight and I woke up at like five o'clock in the morning I was like well I'm a wide awake now I don't want to go back to sleep I've been asleep for 13 hours already so um yeah so uh that's a weird one that was. So I went for a bike ride. It was quite funny actually. I went for a bike ride uh, the next morning, uh, down to the down to the beach, 'cause I live near the beach. And it was crawling with people. This is like during lockdown, by the way. So there's all these families in the car parks, like, oh we're gonna meet you with the car park. Oh, look at that's all this it's five o'clock at the literally there was so many people. There was kids, there was like adults, literally getting up so they can meet each other. And it's like we really? are we no better than the the government really. I i am not going to get into all that stuff because that's just not that's not really uh worthwhile getting into really, is it? Because I don't I wanna keep away from politics as best I can. But um yeah. Ooh! Look at the time. It's time for tarot and tea. It's a beverage and divinity. tea. Ooh. Right, so for those of the the uninitiated, this is the part of the show where I do a quick tarot reading um because, you know, it's just a bit of fun. I draw three cards, the, the past, the present, and the future. I have dropped a card. Ah, oh, That's just so big. Why are the cards so big? Because the artwork's nice. That's the reason why. All right. Anyway, so I'm going to drink my cup of tea as well. Let me just uh, grab the cards. Oh, right, grab the cards. I'm going to cut the cards. And then I'm going to draw three cards and uh, all right, let me just, actually. Before I do that, let me just have a quick, a quick sip of the old tea because I do like tea because tea is is nice. Mm. I, do you know what? I absolutely love tea. Tea is the best thing in life. I mean, I, it's one of my favourite things of all time. Like, I don't think I could ever give up tea. Lovely. Do you know? I I do that most episodes, and I, it's actually from it's actually a Little Britain quote that I want to go lovely. It's when the the guy has breast milk in his tea. Anyway, so the first card here is the six of wands, and so basically this uh, is a dude there. He's on horseback, and he's basically just uh, he's got a wand, and one of the wands he's got a uh, like I would say some sort of laurel wreath, like some sort of uh, just a, a, a wreath of I don't know. Like, look at me! I'm doing so good. I've got this this wreath. I'm holding it aloft because I'm amazing. So, you know, in the past, if you've, uh, I don't know, been quite proud of yourself or, you know, had some sort of success in the past where you want to celebrate, this could be for you. So uh, the next card here is the, oh, it's the Hermit. Um, so basically this is an upside-down card as well, which means it has a slightly different meaning. That's right. I've been studying this stuff. So basically the Hermit here, he's basically got his, um, well, he's got some sort of lantern that he's holding and he's looking pretty solemn and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but because he's upside down, um, he's literally like a bat. That's the way these things work, isn't it? He's, he's like a bat. And uh, so basically, I don't know, it, it's just... In the present time, If you, I, don't know, I would say if you're like, I don't know, if you're upside down, you pretty much not know where you're going to... If you don't know up from down, really... Even with the lantern, you know, it's a bit difficult. Um, maybe, well, hermits hermitude, solitude. Um, so maybe if you're, you're feeling a little bit like somber and, and, and on your own, um, this one could, this, you know, this could be a future. So the future card, which is obviously, as I always say, it's, it's the, you know, it's possible that the future could change. Um, so don't take it at face value. This is the Seven of Swords, no less, and it's basically a gentleman there. Uh, carrying swords. He's got five of them, and he's leaving two behind for some reason. And also, it's an upside-down card again. So, um, you know... Uh, so... Usually, upside-down means it means the opposite of what it normally means. So, it looks like, you know, rather than sort of being like, yeah, look at my collection of swords, maybe it's a bit like, I don't know, maybe the guy's stealing them. Maybe that, that could be it. Maybe, you know, your, your future could... Maybe have some, some degree of deception or, you know, something like that. You know, either way, that's not, you know, it's, it's the future. So don't worry. These things can change. So don't worry. The future isn't written. And also remember, it's just a bit of fun. Anyway, this has been Tarot and Tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Ah. Anyway, I'll be back after this very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. As I mentioned in a previous episode, I've been going through somewhat of an existential crisis and wanting to get away from the internet as best I can and all that kind of stuff, you see, because I just don't think that it's a good way of spending my time literally just mindlessly scrolling through stuff and watching youtube videos about nonsense and stuff and so what I've started to do is I've actually started to try and read books i've never really been much of a reader i mean that's not strictly true i mean i went for a phase of reading uh, in college where i read the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy which is actually a really good book and something i actually want to read soon actually um basically in a nutshell it's about this well about the the earth, the earth is going to get destroyed So, the Earth gets destroyed, and there's this guy called Ford Prefect who likes this human called Arthur Dent. And he's like, Oh, by the way, uh, you can come with me if you like. You've been a nice guy. I'm an alien. You're one of the only people that have been sort of really nice to me. You can come with me. We can hitchhike our way across the galaxy. You know, it's the 80s or the 70s. It's fine. You know, hitchhiking was a thing. And uh, basically, it's about a man's quest to try and get answers to. Life, the universe, and everything, and uh, it's it's a really good, it's a very funny book, and as uh, I say, definitely something I recommend reading. Um, I remember reading it at college and being like, "Look at me reading! It. He's got the galaxy." <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. Um, I remember the only book I started trying to read because I was, I was reading it before college, and then uh, I was reading, I think, the fourth one whilst I was at college, and I didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, because I was too busy, like, just trying to fit in and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so, you know, that's, that caused a massive craze. I read the Harry Potter books as well. I thought you didn't like Harry Potter. Yeah, I read the Harry Potter books. And uh, that was when I was young. You know, I was still a teenager when I read them. Yeah, but weren't you 19? Shut up. That's not the point. Still a teenager. Um... So uh, more recently, though, I've started reading like self-help books and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I became fascinated in like Buddhism and all that kind of stuff, and I just find all that stuff fascinating. The idea that something from thousands of years can still hold true this you know to this day, and I just find that really, really fascinating. And the thing is, though, is that when people ask if I read books, I do sound somewhat of a pretentious wank when I'm like, uh, "Oh, what are you reading? Oh, I'm reading ancient Greek philosophy." I mean, what what is that all about? Could it be any more hipster? Oh, yeah, I'm reading stuff from 2,000 years ago, you know, before it was cool. You know, I'm reading, you know, but th- th- that's the way it is, though. Because the thing about philosophy specifically, well, at least for me, is that somebody had this idea a couple of thousand years ago, right? And then somebody read that book and mulled it over for, well, do you know what? I think this, and they add like a they tack a little bit else extra onto it, and it gets tacked a little bit and it literally the little bits get get added on and added on and added on, so it made sense to me to go back to the source and try and you know work my way forward as best I can or until I got bored so um I was reading a book uh, by Marcus Aurelius, who I believe was a Roman emperor if i'm wrong, I'm sorry, Marcus. And uh, basically he learned about philosophy or learnt bits of philosophy from a dude called Epictetus, who was an ancient Greek slave who's a freed slave who then became a scholar, and uh, other bits and pieces. so basically it's where stoicism comes from in England we get told oh, you stiff up lip and all that kind of stuff That's stoicism where you know where we basically just try and you just try and make it like, well, this is a bit rubbish, isn't it?" Let's just get on with it because it's a bit rubbish and all that kind of stuff. And um, so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's very hard to not sound like a pretentious wank when I say that I'm reading books that are thousands of years old and all that that all that kind of stuff. However, I do actually want to read you uh, one of the bits from it which really made me sort of um, think about stuff. And what I find really fascinating specifically is that this was written 2,000 years ago and it's still very much holds true to this day. And I've got the book here because well why not? Do you know another quick sip of tea because I want to get into this Right. Okay. So forgive me. And who exactly are these people that you want to be admired by? Aren't they the same people you are in the habit of calling crazy? And is this your life ambition then? To win the approval of lunatics. Now, for me personally, that like is is just an important thing, really. Because if you think about it, um, we often say like, "Oh yeah, the the right wing, the left wing, oh they're a bunch of idiots," you know, you know, the, either way, you know, bunch of idiots. But then, for some reason, we want to win those people over for whatever reason. But, like, we want their approval. And all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not saying specifically on a political spectrum, but we go through our days trying to fit in and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, why? Why are we bothering? Do you really care if someone that you don't actually respect, um, if they if they like you or not? You know, people get really funny about this kind of stuff. And like, well, you know, I'm I'm not saying that we should go through our lives not respecting people and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's important to remember that it's, we need to be who we are. And so to be who we are, we really shouldn't care what other people think. And um, because, you know, the, the people that we don't particularly think they have any worth of, um, I don't know, perception or whatever, um, of what they consider good is not what we are and all that kind of stuff, I don't know. I just think it's, it's one of those things where we shouldn't really get bogged down in the idea of pleasing everybody. Um, Not saying that we should just please ourselves all the time, because that's obviously not a way of doing that, of living our lives, because that's just not not really a way of doing it. But the point is, is that, you know, does it really matter if somebody... I don't go through my life thinking, oh, would Peter Andre like this? You know, I don't care either way, really. And um, yeah, so that's that, you know, there's another bit in there, which I can't seem to find, I haven't got the other book with me, but there's another one where I think Marcus Aurelius said about how we should wake up every morning, wanting our breakfast and say to ourselves, um, today I'll meet arseholes and they all, they live in their own shit, really, these arseholes, that live in their own filth, let them get on with it um i'm paraphrasing there of course um but yeah anyway um that's the philosophical jaunt there which probably made no sense because i'm gonna be honest as i was reading it out i lost my train of thought and then i was like oh I've, I've messed this up haven't i and um yeah well hopefully you know let's just read it again just to make sure I definitely got that right so and who it, are these people that you want to be admired by Aren't they the same people you are in the habit of calling crazy? And is your life ambition then to win the approval of lunatics? Yeah, I'd say that. Um, Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I'll be back again next week for more of this. Maybe not exactly this, um, but something similar anyway. Um, So, yeah. Um, Until the next time, this has been me, and you have been you, and I will catch you then. So, goodbye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.